Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Nehemiah chapter 4. Yesterday I got to spend time with Sister Guy, the old prophet's spirit, the old prophet's wife. And Paul's told Timothy, he said, laying on the hands of stirring the gift up, and she stirred my gift up. My, 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 my. And last night I got to be in service with the old bishop, the T.L. Smith, and he stirred my spirit up. So you may have a little ride over this morning. I'm ready to walk in the Holy Ghost. Nevertheless, we were made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. And Judah said, the strength of the barriers of the burden is decayed. And there's much rubbish that we're having to deal with. So that we're not able to build the wall. And our adversary said, our adversary said, your devil said, they shall not know neither see till we come into the midst among them and slay them. Cause the work to cease. On a priest today, that's something that the Spirit of God spoke to me and to bring to you. The cause of the work to cease. The cause of the work to cease. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for the worship of your people. Thank you for the, it's an honor to have our visitors and guests here today. We love them. We thank them for being here. Pray, God, that you've ministered to their life. You only know what they need. We thank you. It's an honor to have them. We ask for your absolute touch and guidance in this service by your mighty hand. We ask for your spirit to bring whatever may be needed today in this house. We love and appreciate you and thank you for what you're going to do. Mighty God, we pray. And everybody shout amen. Will you give it in your own way, the honor to him, to the King of Kings. Thank you. You can be seated. The Jews had returned to build the walls of the city of Jerusalem back after that the enemy had laid it at waste. How many today in this house, how many of you, saint of God, have walls that have been damaged in your life? Walls in your life, your marriage, your finances, your health, somewhere in your life, there's walls that have been damaged by the very line that's seeking about whom he may destroy. Seeing them damaged in your life is an open opportunity for your adversary to come in and attack, attack you as an enemy and to defeat you. But we hear from the word of God today, Nehemiah saw the very effect upon the people which were allowing the damaged walls to do to them. 
He saw the very fact as, as the people were unmotivated. They had been damaged in their motivation to do the work that they should be doing at that time. News, saints of God, are rebuilding the wall quickly troubled the very enemies of the Jew. Can I tell you right now that your enemy is very troubled that you come in on a Sunday morning worshiping God? Even though he may attack your family some way, in some form or some fashion. It, it bothers him that you're here today and you're edifying God and you're worshiping him. But can I tell you, you may disagree with me, but I got the word to back me. There ain't nothing like Jesus. There ain't nothing in this world like Jesus. They scream at a ball game. They scream at a football game. I was screaming the other night at my grandson's football game. But I'm telling you, ain't no football game done what Jesus has done for my life. And the reason I scream, the reason I holler, the reason I clap, and the reason I act like it ain't because I'm drunk, I'm high, or I'm on cocaine or some crack rock. It's because I'm high on the Holy Ghost because he filled me with the Holy Ghost. That's why I act the way I do. It's because he's been good to me. Has he been good to anybody in this house today? Has he blessed you with his grace and his mercy? Has he blessed you in a prayer that you prayed? You hear me now. The news of rebuilding the wall quickly troubled the Jewish enemy. Satan takes, you hear me now. He takes note when you start to rebuild your life back. He does not want you to worship. He don't want you to praise God. He don't want you to be faithful, but he takes note when you start rebuilding your life back. You start putting things back in order that's been out of order. He takes note of it. And I got news for him today. There are some people that are rising in this house today that are saying, I know I've been letting all this rubbish hinder me, but I'm ready to build my life back. Satan takes note, but a strong, you hear me, a strong Jerusalem was a threat to Sambalat and Mobiah, the, the, the ones who were the enemy of the Jews. You hear me, a strong Jerusalem is a very dangerous thing for the enemy. When the walls were rebuilt, when the walls are rebuilt, saying of God, you are a threat to your enemy. Just, just follow me. I know some of you are slow getting there this morning. But if the Jews became strong enough, Zanbala and Tobiah and his associates would lose power and influence on the position they had on Israel. That's why your enemy today desires to cease your worship, desires to cease your prayer life, desires to cease your faithfulness because he knows if you ever start building it back, you become a threat to him and all of hell itself. So I got news for him. I'm going to worship like I've never worshiped. I'm going to pray like I've never prayed. And I'm going to be faithful like I've never been. Why? Because I want to be a threat to him and all of hell that's coming against my family, my friends, and this nation. Is anybody tired? Is anybody tired of looking at the rubbish? Is anybody tired of looking at all of what the damage the enemy's done? Is anybody tired of it?
If the Jews, you hear me now, if they lose, they, the enemy will lose its wealth from the local businessmen throughout the land. You can sit there all you want today, but Satan desires is to discourage you of rebuilding, rebuilding your life and to cause you to stay weak. You don't need to sit there and allow the devil to talk you out of worshiping God. You don't need to allow the devil to talk you out of praying today. You don't understand what I've been through, Pastor. I got so much going on in my family, my marriage, my children, my finances, my my physical being. I got so much going on. You see, he's attacking you because he knows if I can cause you to cease to worship and I can cause you from being faithful to the house of God, if I can cause you just to sit there and be caught up in all the damage that's been done, I can cause you to be overcome and he can control you, but I refuse. I refuse to sit here and let what the enemy's done dictate my worship, my praying, my, come on, my praise. I refuse to sit here because I know I'm a threat to him. You hear me right now? The old prophet's wife told me yesterday, she gave my ear full of stuff. She gave my spirit full of stuff, me and my wife. She said, you may look around and some things look holy and look blessed. But sometimes it's a camouflage to hide what the enemy sneaking in. And be sure your sins will find you out. Hallelujah. Don't sit there. I will refuse to sit here today and allow the enemy to talk me out of what God's got for me. I refuse to sit here, just sitting here today. I'm going to keep saying it. I don't know why, but I refuse to sit here and just allow him to take everything that could be mine. I refuse to sit here and let my conflict cause me to lose what God has for me. I refuse to sit here and not worship him. I refuse to sit here and not give God the honor because I know he has greater things for me. I refuse. You hear me? God loves you no matter who you are. He he loves you. You listen to me just getting up and saying every morning, I'm going to have a good day. That will not make you have a good day. You got to get up every day determined. I'm going to fight every second. I'm going to fight every minute. I'm going to fight every hour. I'm going to fight every second I can because I know if I can fight, I'm going to have a good day. Because your enemy is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's going to try to stumble you. He's going to try to cause some kind of conflict, some kind of circumstances to cause you to give up your faith. But somebody in the room, you've got to shake yourself from where you've been and said, I will not sit here any longer and let the damaged goods cause me to give my worship up. Come on, somebody praise him right now. See, I'm not sitting here. You see, a great day will not come 
but just getting up and saying, I'm going to have a great day. I hear many times, I'm going to make a change when the weather changes or when this gets done or that gets done or when I meet this criteria. I get tired of hearing that. I understand I'm 60 years old. My days have become shorter. And I ain't got time to wait on it. I ain't got time to sit around. The old prophet's wife told me last night, she said, you got to refuse to let people talk you out of moving where you want to move spiritually. you got to refuse to allow the devil to talk you out of doing what God's called you to do. She said, you got to refuse. And she said, you're looking, you hear me? She said, you're looking at too much damage that's been done. Just like you this morning. You know I'm on this morning. God is. You're looking at too much damage. It's dictating to you how much you worship this morning. It's dictating your faith. It's dictating how much you respond to God. It's dictating you that way. Because the enemy has succeeded when he's caused you to shut down. And you don't worship him. And you don't praise him. He's done what he came to do. But I refuse. I refuse to allow the damaged goods to hinder me from worshiping a God that loves me. You don't know me. You'd be surprised what I know about you. The old prophet, the guy told me, and his daughter told me, year, a few years ago, the old prophet before he died was in a Walmart at 5.30 in the morning. Long line behind him. He turned around to a lady and took her hand. If he ever got your hand, you better look out. Turned around and got her hand and began to read her spirit and said, Sis, you don't have to go do what you're planning on doing. And she broke under a heavy tear and began to weep and sob. He said, Sir, I told God, If you love me, if you really love me, let somebody come and tell me. And she said, I was planning on leaving here and going home and taking my life. She said, but now I don't have to because God's reassured me that all the stuff I've allowed to get me here, all that stuff, he still loves me and he can still get me out of it. Can I tell somebody in the house today, you got to shake yourself. You can't look at what the enemy's done in your life. You can't look at what the enemy's doing in your life now. He wants to cause you to shut your mouth. He wants you to cause you to sit down. He don't want you to praise him. He don't want you to worship. He don't want you to pray. He wants you to sit there and be quiet and be still because he wants to succeed and take your faith from you. But somebody's going to rise today to their feet and say, I will, I will not succeed to you, devil. You can't win this battle by yourself. Standing by was Zambalit, but Tobiah was an Ammonite official. He was a fierce opponent of Nehemiah and the Jews. He promised in his ridicule by 
echoing and symbolic mockery of the wall. They mocked the wall that was being built by Israel. He mocked and claimed that the wall was so weak that foxes could push it down. When you sit down and you refuse to get up and start to rebuild, the enemy has convinced you that you're too weak. That's why some of you sit here this morning because he's convinced you you'll never overcome him. He's convinced you you'll never get your life back. He's convinced you, and some of you get in the mood, and the devil calls you to get in the mood, and you get in this mood like you can handle it all by yourself. Paul said we fight in a spiritual battle. I can't win it by myself. I gotta have him. And many times he tries to intimidate me with the things I'm facing and saying, look, God ain't gonna help you. God ain't going to get you out of this. He tries to take my faith. He tries to take my worship. He tries to take my praise. Because he knows if he takes it, I become a weaker vessel. And you take your attitude on everybody else when you get that way. You take your attitude on everybody else. You sit there, you sit there with your head down, you sit there with a bad spirit. Oh, it ain't God's fault. It ain't my fault. Come on, church. Like pulling a tooth from an elephant this morning. You can, I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna point it like this. You can go to hell if you want to, but God's got much for you. He loves you with everything he loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He wants you to make it. I said, God wants you to make it. You don't know what I've done. Well, you don't know what I've done, but thank God for his mercy and his grace. You hear me now, the opposition was discouraged the Jews workers to stir up complaints of weakness and fatigue. You hear me physically? Hear what I'm fixing to say. Physically, the workers were bound to utterly exhaustion. They was exhausted. Anybody been there spiritually? With so much rubbish, it was so much to remove and so much heavy weight to be lifted. No doubt the people's energy gave out on them. Come on, folks. They got weary. Does that sound familiar to anybody? It's a, it gets heavy to move some stuff. You get weary because you picked up so much. You're having to deal with so much. And it wears you out spiritually. It wears you out mentally. It wears you out physically. Do you hear me right now? Some of the people began to complain and stumbling and under the weight of the heavy rubbish being removed and heavy stones being having to lift it up, you become to complain. Sister Guy said, you watch out for those who said, well, the preacher did this and the preacher did that. He said, watch out. You know, it ain't you. It's because they've allowed themselves to get under so much spiritual attack that they ain't cried out to him. And now they're taking it out on everybody else. Taken out on everybody else. 
But you hear your pastor today. You hear this preacher today. I've come to tell somebody, God desires for you to overcome. And with him, you can rebuild. Follow me. Just hang on. You hear me right now. Long hours had weakened the workers. Anybody been in the battle so long that you become so exhausted? It seems like I don't know if I can make it another day. I don't know if I can make it another hour. This is where some spirits and attitudes become all affected in the wrong way. Your adversary knows that the walls, that the walls are going to be built back if he don't disturb your faith and your worship in God. He knows that a church that'll worship God will build back. He knows a church that will pray will build back. He knows that a church that'll give will build back. He knows that's why he's trying to discourage you. That's why he's trying to get you to give up. Come on, somebody. Break the spirit. He doesn't want you to stay committed. He doesn't want you to pray, worship, or give. He desires for you, for the load to crush you. Come on. At the moment, it is the right time for the opponent to begin to discourage you. How many's ever been under so much pressure? He knows when to come in at the right moment and cause you to have a bad attitude. I mean, all this, Sister Kelly, I got a word for you, Brother Josh. The Lord showed me, I'm praying for y'all, and I seen a folder land on the table. And God's hand turned the folder and said, this is going to be turned around and pushed it back to you. Something God's going to turn around. God can turn things around. I said, God can turn things around. God can turn things around. He can change things. You hear me right now. You listen to this word. Then prosperous was to, you hear me, their, their prosper, their purpose, the enemy's purpose was to stir a revolt against such exhausting work. The devil desires to cause a revolt, Brother Barnes, under, from you because there's so much stress. Because stress physically, financially, spiritually, family. He wants to cause you to revolt against God. He wants you to revolt against the church, against worship, against praying, against faith. He's tr- Come on, folks. He, he wants to cause a revolt to rise up within you. But can I tell you, it was the will of God for Nehemiah to go back there and say, hey, folks, you got to get your eyes off of this rubbish. We got a fierce God that's with us and with him. We're going to rebuild these walls. Can I tell somebody, you're going to get your life back. Things are going to turn around. Healing is going to come. Blessings Blessings are going to break through. Things are going to change. Yes, you are. 
You got to keep working. You got to keep praying. You got to keep on. You got to keep on. You got to keep on. It's going to come. Oh, feel him. He wants to cause a revolt, Sister Lynn. Hear me. Some Judean workers were secretly cooperating with the oppression. Hear me. They were related to them by marriage. And some of the enemies had apparently struck a deal to stop the rebuilding from the inside. You didn't hear me, did you? Brother Joel, that meant that some of the enemies were related to the Jews that were rebuilding inside the church. And he was trying, they made a deal with them. If you'll stir it up, we'll promise you great prosperous if you'll help us stop. What the enemy does is promise you, if you'll just sit down, I'll give you what you want. Can I tell you something? What you're praying for God's will ain't God's will right now. I told my wife this morning, been on my spirit, bro. It ain't God's will right now because God's shielding you from something that will cause great damage in your marriage and your life. But in time, in his time, but you can't let frustration cause you to push past what ain't God's will right now. When it's God's will, it's going to happen. Come on, folks. You can't let the damaged goods hinder your worship. And we can't let outside forces come in here and talk us out of it. We can't let them talk us out of worship. We can't let them talk us out of praise. And we can't let them talk us out of faith that we have in an all-ability God. Come on, church. He's an all-seeing God. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can even think or ask. Anybody hearing him? You hear me right now. You be careful. The load to rebuild will try to pressure you into making a deal with the opposition. We can't sit down with the opposition, Brother Eddie. We can't sit down with the devil. Come on. Come on. The angel couldn't even take Moses' body by himself. He couldn't touch Moses' body by himself. But he said, the Lord will rebuke you. It's by the help of the Lord that we're going to overcome what the enemy's come to do. Come on, somebody. You need to tell yourself, I got to get my eyes off of what this mess is. I got to get my eyes off what's around me. God's going to help me through. 
I don't know why some of you ain't on your feet bucking, shouting today. I hear you, Lord. I know now you're talking to me. I've had my eyes on so much garbage. I've had my eyes. It's trying to cause a revolt, but I refuse to give in. You got to press on. I said, you got to press on. I said, you got to press on. You got to press on. I said, you got to press on. Oh, we got to finish building. Don't give in to depression. Don't give in to dis- uh, disappointment. Deportment. Don't give in to disappointment. Don't give in. Press on. Somebody shout, press on. Say, press on. Press on. Press on. Press on. First Corinthians 15 and 58 says this. You hear me? First, 15, first, first Corinthians 15 and 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brother, be ye steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor's not in vain. Woo! In the Lord. Oh, Sister Lynn, I felt the Holy Ghost. Your worship's not in vain. Your praying's not in vain. Your giving is not in vain. I want somebody shouting the devil's face. It's going to come. My worship's not vain. My worship's not vain. My praying's not vain. My faithfulness. It's going to come, Marsha. It's going to come. It's not in vain. The devil will try to talk you out of it. But you just got to keep. You gotta keep praising. You gotta keep worshiping. It's not in vain. Keep it up. The woman who had the issue of blood. Whew, holy sweet Jesus. Oh, mighty God, mighty God. The woman with the issue of blood. Somebody hear me. Said this is my day. I've suffered this affliction for 12 years. I've been to every doctor. I spend all of my money. And I still ain't got what I needed. God Almighty, I feel him. I feel my help in here. But the Bible said that day she heard Jesus coming by. And she said, today, I'm going to get to him. It wasn't an easy task, but she had to press her way through the crowd. Come on, you got to press your way. I don't feel good this morning. The Bible said, David said, leap for joy. Leap for joy. Sometimes you got to praise him to feel good. You got to worship him to feel good. Come on, somebody. I didn't come in here feeling 100%, but my God, I feel 100% now since I've been in his presence, since I've been worshiping him, since I've been here. I feel better now. Somebody shout, you got to press. 
Well, I, I, when I get this way, I act like this way. The problem is you let your flesh di- di- dictate to how you feel. Well, I, this, this is my attitude, my way. I don't care. I'm here to tell you. There's days we go through things we got to press our way through. How many wants a touch from the master's hand? How many wants him to touch your body, your mind, your soul, your life, your health? No, somebody's got to get up off of that pew and you got to press yourself through. I said you got to press. You got to press beyond what you feel, beyond what you've seen, beyond what you heard. You got to press through. but he's pressing. He's pressing. He's pressing. You gotta press your way through. That means when you come in here and you don't feel like worshiping, you gotta worship. That means when you don't feel like praising him, you gotta praise him. I'm gonna get up off this pew. I don't feel like it, but I'm gonna praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Somebody edify him right now. You hear me in the Holy Ghost? No change is going to come, but always saying, I'll do it next month or next week. You're wasting time. Do it now. I want all you parents to listen to me right now. When I preach against sin, I preach against things, you better take note to me and listen to me. You can pet it. You know what the old prophet's wife told me yesterday? Some churches ain't good for some people because they pet them, they don't correct them. I want to be corrected and I want to be saved. How many know he's in the room? I said, how many know he's in the room? Today's the day. It's time to push through. You, you can't allow the rubbish. Let me say, hey, let me say this to the Lord. I heard you today. I heard you today. I heard you today. I said this morning, drinking coffee, reading my notes, Brother Joe, telling my wife, I said, the Lord told me this, told me this, and he told me this, and he showed me this, and Showed me this, and I, I got to speak this today in Jesus' name. I know, I don't feel, but I know there's some chains that have been broken. But it's left up to you to leave them there or pick them back up. 
Is it not? And when you get when you become a person and you think, I I know I know as much as anybody. I don't. I don't know it all. And when you get to the place you can you know how to figure out everything, you're gonna get in trouble. There's times I sit and I say, I, I tell God, I don't know what to do. So here it is. You're going to have to do it. I cannot do it. Amen? And I'm going to tell you something. If you're in a place and the devil's convinced you in life and you're blaming man, you're blaming everybody else and the devil on where you're at, it's your, it's your job to get up and press back through. You can blame everything and every devil of hell and everybody, but it's your job to get up and press back through. And can I tell you something? The old prophet's wife told me yesterday. These are the words she told me yesterday. She said, beware. Satan's going to send spirits in female form and other forms try to distract you. But don't let him set you up. Because even close friends will try to distract you. You hear me? Trying to distract you. To get you off of what you're supposed to be doing. You hear me now? Hear me, hear me now. Every one of us, can you shout him into this right here? Every one of us is tried by old things we overcome. Even things we left at an altar, they'll rise multiple times and trying to seduce you away from where you are. Do they not? So if you have fallen to something, don't feel like, hey, huh? no, you ought to thank God for His grace and mercy that He picked you back up. Now, you need to, you the day in this altar, you need to walk out of here today, and you hear me now. Separate yourself from family, friends, and foe who try to persuade you to go the other way. And I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it every time. You ready? Cocaine, meth, marijuana, pills, fiddling, all this junk, liquor, sex, porn, all this stuff cannot, cannot substitute the Holy Ghost. Cannot substitute the mighty God in Christ. You hear me now, the Holy Ghost. Oh, I'm telling you, that devil will say, this is much more fun. Let him go ahead and do it. He'll take you to a burning hell one day. But I'm here to tell you, the Holy Ghost will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never fail you. What do you do, Brother Wilbanks, when you're challenged? I pray. I pray when I'm going down the road, Brother Josh. Anybody with me? I pray when I'm in on the lawnmower and it comes. I pray when I'm in a roping pen and it comes. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, help me, Jesus. 
Anybody? You got what can help you. I've been in church today. I've been in church today. Thank God for reaching for me, Lord, and for touching my life. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.